the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckle lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to Racer Radio FM 96.1. AM eleven seventy. The answer. Absolutely. I already turned the page. Didn't even know it. All right, folks. Hey, this hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. I'm telling you what, Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a business with cashiers and you're having a hard time filling them, try moving into the 21st century, like Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco. Why not turn one of your registers into a self checkout? See if it works out. No employees. Nobody to mess with. And that's what Southwest has been doing for like 20 years. Call them at 800-540-2149. They'll come out, and if your business fits their model, boom, you'll get seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day service. Who could beat that? Also, if you have a Porsche Mini or a BMW and you're looking for an alternative repair facility, Black Forest Motorsports. Over 40 years twisting and turning on those cars. And if you want to go racing, whether it be SCCA or NASA, they can hook you up as well. Give them a call, Black Forest Motorsports, or better yet, just email them at blackforestautomotive.com. All right, we got Brittany in the house, and you have a special guest. Yes. We mentioned it a little earlier, but yes, the one, feel free to do it again. The one, the only, Peter Starr is back in studio. Thank you for coming down. Oh, it's my pleasure. I was, I, the, the thing that keeps bringing me back is the way you build me up. It's uh. <laughs> Hopefully, listeners, you listened to the last bit of the last hour where we went over his long resume, which I know I shortchanged you of many titles. No, you didn't. It's it's okay. It's, the older I get, I forget a lot of that other stuff. You know, <laughs> that's why I wrote a book. You see, because right. it, so. that's it, the best kind. The ones you just you just forget about it. Well, know? thank you for the confirmation of being a stunt performer in the nineties. I did want validation on that. I did nine years, and uh, movies like uh, Lethal Weapon 3 and Batman and Robin, Ed TV, Apollo 13. I did about 100 movies over a period of nine years. And there was a final stunt that you did for good reason? The final one? Yeah. Don't look ask? At me. I don't know. Like, why was it your final one? Well, you'll have to remind me. Which one are you talking about? Oh, I don't know. I mean, you oh. had a oh, final you're one. Oh, the final one. Oh, the final one. You mean what ended my career? Well, not yeah, ended it, but I, what was the yeah, last like, uh, stunt you did and how and old why? were you? It, well, I was, I mean, I was 59 yeah. when I did my last stunt. Okay. 
And I think uh, that's where you were going. <laughs> yeah, I just was there a reason well, it, it was your me, final one? But it made it sound like, like I that knew? you knew. No, I want to know. And oh. sure, there's a listener out there that might wonder. No, well, it's you know, I was 59, and uh, what ended the career actually wasn't the stunt work I was doing. I never had a single accident in nine years of doing that awesome. stuff. Awesome. But I had a street accident on oh. riding a Harley Davidson and um, broke my right leg in f- three, four, f- five places. Show off. And um, that was the end of me. Oh. That was the end of So okay. what was your last movie stunt? Uh, actually, uh, oh, God. Uh, Steel with uh, Shaquille O'Neal, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I, it's been it's been twenty some odd years. Well, I've forgotten no, I what order they came. <laughs> you know, and plus if you go on if you go look these movies up, you're never going to know it's him. No, I well the know. only the only one I got real credit for was Ed TV, um, which was a Ron Howard movie. Oh, okay. And um, I worked with Matthew McConaughey and uh, Jenna Elfman uh-huh. on that, and uh, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. I was wondering, was it like a paycheck or was it fun? Was oh, they're all. It was both. It was, it was a paycheck and, and fun. And the the nice thing about um, I, I liked Ron Howard. I worked on uh, Apollo 13 with him as well. And uh, in fact, he can never remember my name. But when we did Apollo 13, <laughs> apparently we did a really good job. I worked with Tom Hanks, and um, when he did Ed TV, he told his assistant producer, "He said, get, get that motorcycle guy.' Ah. Get them." <laughs> and so, in the credits for Ed TV, it says, "Motorcycle guy, it Peter Starr." Oh, oh, that's pretty yeah. good. That's pretty good. But so. you helped with other things behind the scene, other than just the stunts, right? Um, producer and no, not on those films. Not those. No, I mean, there's. Uh, I was just a you know paid for hire kind of guy on those <laughs> films. But um, I mean, over my career, I mean, I've made about I think close to fifty films about motorcycle events, racing over the from seventy three to ninety three, basically. And um, and I'm still reliving some of those. <laughs> In fact, we, one of the reasons I was happy to accept your invitation to come here today is. On the 2nd of December in Brea, which is just up the road from here, mm-hmm. sort of, <laughs> uh, we're doing a night at the movies at um, Tom Hicks' dealership. It's called so- Southern Ca- SoCal Motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to show Take It to the Limit. The ori- oh, you are. Yeah, oh, it's going nice. to be the original director's cut, and we're showing it outdoors on a huge screen Wow! at the dealership. Ooh, repeat the date again. De- December 2nd, mm-hmm. 7 o'clock, SoCal Motorcycles. And and it's on Lambert Road in Brea, and um, we're going to put up a thirteen foot by eight foot screen outside and uh, project it because it'll be dark then. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, seven o'clock at yes, night. Sure, it it's free to everybody oh, and free? courtesy of SoCal Motorcycles. You like that, right? I do. You like free. I like free. And are, then, um, are you having anybody from the movie uh, that's going to be there? Well, I don't know yet. Uh, we just the the date just came up, but Bruce Penhall doesn't live too far away. He's in the movie. Um, we've invited Roger to Costa, but Roger's mm, incredibly really? busy. Um, and so whether well, he's managing, he isn't he managing a race team? Well, he runs KTM, right? Uh, the whole KTM, uh, motorsport section. Right. That's right. And, um, but, um, I don't, th- there's not too many people still alive actually yeah, this around. Yeah. Uh, that's the real issue with that. But I think Bruce Penhall might show up. We're inviting Roger. Um, there's there's probably a couple of others that are dirt trackers that were, were around, but most of them, like Jay Springsteen, they're back east, you know, mm-hmm. those guys, and sure. uh, Corky Keener. Uh, Roberts is fishing, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Kenny Roberts is in the movie, but uh, I know he's fishing. Um, I doubt if he'll, if, if he'll come back for that. And um, and I look at the, I mean, look, Barry Sheen's dead, Mike Hellwood's dead, mm-hmm. I mean, Marty Smith's dead. Yeah. I mean, you go through the list of things, and it's like um, 
when I start out, I do a short talk before the movie, and the first thing I say is, I'm going to take you back almost 50 years. Mm. Right. <laughs> yeah, and if you don't get these people on tape now. Well, that's the, that's the main reason I'm doing these podcasts. Right. Yes. It's because, you know, we, uh, you know, Dick Mann passed away a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. and he was one of the all-time greats, and I'd interviewed him about 10 years ago when he first got cancer, right. and he, had a, he just got out of the, the hospital with the throat operation. Right. So he's very husky with his voice, and he had a towel around his throat mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, um, and I just pulled, like we talked off air, Bob Bondurant just passed yeah. away. Mike Joy, the, the uh, motorsports announcer, he just passed away. And Dan Gurney, of course, Dan a Gurney, couple of years ago. Yeah, a couple and, of years uh, ago. I mean, you know, it's it's really unfortunate. So you've got to get as many of these people on tape and on podcasts as you possibly can. How he's do, doing a good job of that. Yeah. Thank you. How do people uh, find him? Uh, well, this too, the easiest way at the moment is go to youtube.com slash motostar, M-O-T-O-S-T-A-R-R. All 32 shows are there. We've broken them down into two basic series, the American Legend series, and you have to be an American legend to be in that series. That's where Dick Mann and Kenny Roberts, Kenny Roberts Jr., Wayne Rainey, um, John Kaczynski. Um, Pridmore. I listened Reg to Reg Pridmore. Pridmore. That was a yeah. good one. Um, they're in that category. Then we've got a, a wide world of motorcycling, which is where I put Niall McKenzie, who's a, a, a Brit or Scottish racer that raced Grand Prix for many, many years. And um, we put the people like uh, Graham Crosby, Wayne, Ra- Wayne Gardner. Mm-hmm. That was another good um, one, listeners. Yeah, in fact, Wayne Gardner, his son, mm-hmm. just won the Moto2 World Championship. Today, right? Today. And um, so Wayne Gardner Sr. and Remy are now the second father and son team to be world champions. I wow. highly recommend listeners and Dave, you go listen to that podcast with Absolutely. Wayne Gardner. It's a good one and it starts out talking about his son and how yeah. he stays away. Hopefully he was at that race. Hey, he was there. Because he yeah. talks about that. I kind of stay away, you know, and mm, uh, yeah. but I come to the big one, so I'm sure yeah, we, we traded text today after okay. he won the... After he, <laughs> I, I watched it at 3 o'clock this morning live. As I, I watched it and um, it was exciting because sure. um, he had to... I mean, he was... I think it was 19 points ahead of the, when the race started and he started in 10th place, and he finished in 10th place, but that was enough to become world champion. 10th, mm, just like Valentino. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it's tough. All right, hey, let's take a quick break. You're listening to Racer Radio right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Folks, welcome to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody, treats you better than El Cajon Ford. New, used, doesn't make any difference. Go to ElCajonMotors.com. I was over in the Santee used car lot, and they got tons of vehicles to choose from. Great selection. Go to ElCajonMotors.com. You can call them at 866-937-1607. And when you see any of the employees, thank them for supporting Verona Circle Track. Hey, we got Dirt Dude on the line. Hey, what's up? Dirt hey. Dude, how you doing, buddy? Hey, hanging in there. So how'd the banquet go last night? It was a really fun time. Uh, it was, you know, to... To honor all of our drivers, you know, the, the champions throughout the season for 2021 was really cool. Um, we started off 
talking about you know the passion of one of the uh, people at our track, Greg Smith, uh, the guy that drove the push truck forever, and actually um, worked in uh, Cajon Speedway for a long time, and then mm-hmm. came up. Tom Hinkle had some you know talked about him and had some nice words to say about uh, how close they were for friends, and uh, and he just passed away a couple months ago, and I think they're talking about. Uh, somewhere in the first part of the season, we're going to do a memorial for him, and his family's going to come down from Washington and, oh, and be with us on that. Yeah, it should be, should be fun. Um, they, uh, we went on to uh, uh, telling us that Brad Whitfield will be with us for 2022. He's going to be uh, uh, sanctioned director and then you know director of operations for Brona Speedway again. So Good. we're looking forward to the whole. Uh, Brona, Pa, Cocorona track season again. <laughs> Cocorona. Was that your idea? <laughs> that one actually was Cocorona. I, I, I actually like Cocorona. <laughs> um, yeah, it's either Brona, Pa, or Cocorona. And it, it sounds more more Cari- Caribbean with the Cocorona thing. And I can, I can, see, the, I can see the logo now. <laughs> oh. But... Uh, I talked to Brad and, and I'm like, so well, you know, what's what's up for next year? What do you have? And he's saying that tentative start will be April second, and it will be featuring 360 winged Arizona Sprint cars. And I'm like, well, who are you gonna have with them? And he's like, I'm thinking maybe we'll throw dwarfs with them. Hey, so, yes. There you go. Okay, First April second. I'm April opening 2nd. to my calendar. Yeah, <laughs> and make sure the I, the dwarfs go out first. Because I did that, once again. That this is just tentative. It, it is not set in stone yeah, yet. Yeah, she's already, already got it I'm on the calendar. Tentative, Barona you're opener. Up. You're done, dude. Covering everything because you know Brittany's gonna be like, I heard there were dwarf cars running. Why aren't there dwarf cars? Uh, running? You so. think it's already on the <laughs> calendar? You're done, yes. dude. You should have never said anything. No, I'm really said, glad you did. Now well, I don't actually, have to ask. Well, I, I think if he throws it out there and we, yeah. we harp on it, I think it would be good to have. So, Dwarfs are a good show. Exactly. With that. I'm glad you said that. Bro. I'm glad. Thank you, Dirt Dude. Yeah. Are you oh, going to race hard next year? my favorite ones. Yeah, I'm tired of this home remodel. Yeah. Like, it's going to be two years by the opener next year. Aren't no. You... Oh. It's so hard to get people to commit right I now Isn't it's, it crazy? Uh, yeah but um i'm kind of tired of that yeah so it's like well just it's gonna get done whether i race or not yeah. apparently yeah yeah i did not get enough okay. i only got about 500 laps last year yeah, not enough you, yeah you didn't, <laughs> not enough i know you didn't do nothing yeah so going back to the banquet uh Anybody win any special awards? Anybody you should you know, like to I recognize? have the top three from every division if you'd like me to go through sure. them real quick. Yeah. So, yeah. Go Pure for Stocks. it. Rick Chavez was the overall champion for Pure Stocks. Jason Aldridge was second. Rick Schneger was third. IMC Modifieds, uh, PJ Dyke was champion for Modified. Steve Daffron was second. And Eric Evans was third. And the sports mod, sport mods, uh, Brian Brown was champion. Bill Hackett was second, and Ryan Amadon was third. In Sport Compacts, um, David Hunt was the champion, and he actually was state champion too. So, nice. oh, good. that was that was a good one. And he came in second in points at Cocopaw uh, too. So oh, he was wow. trying to get several championships right. <laughs> from different tracks in different states. But mm-hmm. I was like, man, that was pretty good. He did well. Um, 
Benjamin Pendleton was second, and Enzo Deckers, uh, the young kid, was just starting out. He got third in the sport compacts. Uh, Street Stocks, Paul Dyke got the championship. Dale Irwin was second. He comes all the way oh, out of Mexico. Wow. And Jason Aldridge was third. Jason Aldridge got around a little bit because uh, he was in another one, too. Where was he? Yeah, he? He got around a little bit. Second. Is that what he said? <laughs> second. Yeah, he was second in, in both of them. Well, he's third in street stocks and second in pure stocks. Wow, that's nice. So that was a good year. I mean, you do I mean, a championship would have been nice, but I mean, still running yeah. third in streets and then second in pures. Yeah. That's, you have to work out to get that to get that out. Um, Pony stocks, Dennis Taylor uh, was the champion. Lucas Vanderstay was second, and Jaden Medina was a 14-year-old, third. A 14-year-old, right, Jaden? Yes. <laughs> and Duke King came up from uh, the junior sprint mm-hmm. not too long ago. So, um, And then in a dwarf cars, Robert Peters nice. was your champion this year. John Isabella was second, and Mike Tobiasen was third. Oh. And our junior d- division banquet is going to be coming up. Well, I can't remember. Eric Evans told me last night. It's... Somewhere in December, like first part of December, I think oh. they are going to be having the junior to. banquet. Oh, they they they're actually doing well, Chula Vista at Chuck E. Cheese. No, no, no. They're actually going to a race place, uh, like one of those, like it's an arcade and, and racing, like indoor racing. Oh, I can't remember who it is. But so at Chula Vista. It's not K one um, speed. No, I. It might looks kind of like a K1 speed because yeah. they're doing racing, right. but K1 speed doesn't do like the whole play center thing. Right, right, right. I'm sure Eric Evans, you can get him to, to next time call in and talk about the banquet that's coming up to them. But, um, and your junior sprint, Lennon Dalton was the champion. Caleb Scholl was second, and Noah Dalton was uh, third. Masters Mini Dwarfs, Jacob Manalo was your champion. Kelly Weitzel was second, and Don, Danielle Friel was third. Two and girls. Sportsman, Mini Dwarfs. Cody Isabella was the champion, and Melina Ross was second, and Bryson Byford was third. So, rundown of the champions for 2021. And we are looking forward to 2022. So, be a great time. what do the champions get? A trophy? A jacket? What do they get? I'm just curious. Uh, IMCA, you get a jacket and you get a trophy. Big trophy. From the track. I oh, saw yeah. Some we had pictures. big trophies. Big. Um, mostly it's just trophies, the honor, the. the, the bragging the rights. Thing of, bragging rights, pretty much, yes. Say you're a past champion uh, or, you know, defending champion for next year. So. Mm-hmm. But I know in IMCA you get you actually get a jacket, and especially if you like a state champion, you get a state jacket too. Wow. You know, Paul Dyke uh, actually called it earlier too. I remember you kept bragging about how Paul Dyke said, "Go ahead and put my name on the trophy." Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, no. That's he, funny. Good point, Brendan. Yeah, he said he, <laughs> he was. He said he was going to do it of the year. Yeah, he said he was going to do it. No doubt well, about like it. Well, if you guys follow Facebook like I do, did you see what happened just recently? Somebody gave him a steering wheel. Wow. Nope. He bought the whole car that went with that thing. That was Brian yeah. Brown's championship car. Oh, wow. And I jumped into it. Yeah. So he's running into a uh, sport mod next year. Oh, a fast one. Well, he yes. watch. He'll go after that championship. Uh, yes, he will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that uh, Paul's wife was like, ooh, that's, that's good. But, you know, her husband and her son aren't going to be racing each other. They're still two different divisions. Right. So. And I think that <laughs> makes like, her happy. I can rest a little bit easier until they actually start getting back to racing again. Yeah. Each other. Yeah, I think that made her real happy, you know, that they're not. Because you know they're all under the same roof, and sometimes that could get a little, little spooky. Yeah. 
So, yeah. So I, it, there's a few of the big changes. I know Ryan Amadon sold his car. He's moving to Texas. He's going into, I think, an INCA street stock or something out there. He goes, I got six tracks with around my house in Texas. So he goes, oh, I'm just wow. That's race wonderful. All the time now. So, and I, who, oh, um, Jason Aldridge picked up his, mm-hmm. uh, your, or his, uh, uh, sport mod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I heard a rumor John Isabella was retiring. So that's a fast car to buy. Wow. I didn't I hear thought, that one. I, I said rumor, though. Rumor. I'm, because of Cody, he's going to focus on Cody. But maybe he's changed his I, mind. I know that there's a few that did that. Um, uh, 91. What's his, Ryan um, O'Connor. Yeah, he's semi-retired because he was like, I want to focus on my kids. <laughs> he is so focused on career. Kellen. Absolutely. We just talked last night about that. Because well, Cocoa Paw is having Harvest Hustle. Uh, it's usually out at Canyon. And this year, I believe Cocoa Paw is hosting Harvest Hustle, which is a two-day. Mm. And the dwarfs are there. And so Ryan's like, are you racing? And I asked, are you racing? How mm. big is Canyon, though? Canyon, you know, do you remember? Canyon's a small one. It's like quarter yeah. banked, but uh, yeah. Cocoa but now Pop. you jump up to Cocoa Pot. It's a half mile. Exactly. Yeah, that's why we were talking about that. That would get so, you. Are attention. they going to race the half mile, or are they yeah. going to make it a smaller? Oh, I, well, I'm talking. Sorry about the dwarf cars have always gone, not the mini dwarfs. But well, yeah, but I'm talking about dwarf cars when they yeah, run their half harvest mile. Hustle. Yes, half, half mile. mile. That's I'm, where the national was in, in February uh, of 2019, and uh, Robert Peters and I jumped out of our car after that. That was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Is it nice to get up to that kind of speed? It's amazing. Well, it was hooked up, thank goodness. Um, But, yeah, my crew and I talked recently about this. And that was before power steering. Correct, yes. Um, They don't think I have enough seat time to race a half mile in a couple weeks, next week. Well, they're yeah. probably right. I think they're right. And I, I said it to Ryan. He's all, as a fellow racer, I disagree. As a father, I agree. Because <laughs> it was my dad that was like, please um, consider not doing yeah, it. Yeah, get some more seat time. Yeah. Well, because oh, you well, still haven't quick. got that power steering system. It's fine. I've no, practiced. No, 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 but I'm, oh, you mean. I'm just yeah. saying getting used to it. A little I'm not, fidgety at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you hit the a wall. rut. If you hit a rut. Yeah. Yeah. But when that when that track is hooked up, I mean, smile ear to ear. It's mm. amazing track. Yeah, and you know when it's hooked up. Yeah, even Barona when we ran first last time. Yeah, amazing. So I know the schedule's not up yet, uh, but did, was there any discussion on as to when that may happen? Well, Barona in my calendar says April second, tentative. <laughs> With dwarf cars. Uh, before I get into that, uh, I just read that. Tristan Peters. That, oh, um, I wasn't going to bring Peters. that up. Mm. Uh, prayers out to that kid. Uh, yes. He was involved in a motorcycle accident, but right now no one knows anything. I so just... I'm, I'm hoping we can find something out. And was it street or off road? Probably street. They do those Sunday they, rides. I'm wondering they, if yeah, it's that. They do Sunday rides. They go out. like They meet at uh, Marty's Donuts every Sunday morning and, and go to the mountains, to the desert, and then to, to like a lunch somewhere. So. I read that right before we came back on with you, and my heart dropped and yeah. stopped. Well, and it's uh, our hearts and prayers dropped. He's such a good figured kid. That's probably what happened was, yeah, it's on that Sunday ride. Cause, yeah. yeah, Tristan is a pretty good rider. I mean, if you see him, he's always just doing wheelies down the street. So <laughs> I wasn't sure if he was out, like, messing around the street, you know, and had an accident. Or now he's been riding with the group, so I'm not sure if something happened in the group. He's a tough he, kid. Yeah. And he's got yeah. a lot of prayers, I'm sure, right now because yes, he's he a does. great kid. So. All right, all right, buddy. Well, hey, it's always good having you on air. Thank you very much. 
And as soon as I know something, you guys know something. So Please. we'll see what happens. All right, buddy. As take care. Schedule and everything else. Thank right. you, guys. Barona Speedway Dirt Dude, the the mouth of Barona. <laughs> right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. <laughs> the answer. Cars, those are trees with handlebars built for fools without a doubt who trust in drivers. Let it all hang out. All right, folks. Brendan's having fun again. He gets a year older and he starts to get squiggy on me. Uh, Maybe he got 10 years older having fallen asleep at an eight o'clock movie. I know, isn't that terrible? He said he was busy, and he just got put. His girlfriend, his fiance, yeah. fell asleep, too. So. Uh, the usher had oh, to wake us up. <laughs> yeah, well, snoring. Good song, good song. And now I'm hearing it. You like that song? Well, that's one of the songs you get to yeah. see when you come up to Brea yeah. to uh, Tom Hicks' SoCal yeah, Motorcycles. I'm hearing it now, yeah. See, that's why we have Brendan Thank where you, we Brandon. have him. You're the best. Mm. Yeah. Hey, hey, all right, I got one for you for it. the next break. Uh-oh. Find the uh, Applebee's. Oh, are you talking about that new song? I love that I song. I cannot. St- uh, I'll do it for you, but you can't I, I can't stand, stand that song. You know what you I'm talking about? I don't, and I'm just going to fan- uh, It was uh, Fancy Like is the name of the song. Yeah, Fancy Like, and they, and they all dance on TV, and it's for a commercial for Applebee's. But it's a full-length cowboy, you know, country western song. I, I didn't know. Song. I didn't know it was a full length. There. Anyway, before we go, I think this is Paris Auto Speedway segment, and we want to thank Paris Auto Speedway, eighteen seven hundred Lake Paris Road in Paris, California. Doesn't look like uh, Scott's on the line. Good, I got lots of questions. I'm for sure Mr. you Stop. do. Well, let's don't forget John's Automotive Import Repair as well, seventy four forty seven University Avenue in lovely La Mesa. Nice. Got an import? You want it done by AAA, ASE, and Auto Techs? John San Diego Auto Repair dot com. Check them out. All right, our special guest in the house, Peter Starr. Peter Starr. According has come to back. Brittany, world renowned, walks on water, <laughs> uh, has done everything besides. You haven't gone to the moon, have you? Yes, nope. he has. He was there third. I've mooned a few, well, but I've gone to the moon. Well, you worked on Apollo 13. And, I did. Yeah. And you've mooned a few people, apparently. How close okay. can you get? If he was on Apollo yeah, 13. Pretty, pretty good. All right, so you got 37 questions. Well, I, I want to get back to December 3rd because off air, you second. I asked. Uh, December oh, Thursday. 2nd. Thursday. Oh, it's a Thursday. Thursday. Okay, I'm glad that uh, you How clarified you gonna that. How are you going to get to Brea on a Thursday? Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. You just made it tougher. Uh, but not impossible. But you're right. Um, off air, you said we should RSVP, so I wanted listeners to know. Well, the reason you need to RSVP is so that Tom can get the seats. I mean, he has to rent the seats. So I, I, I was going to ask, yeah, do I bring a yeah. chair and a blanket? No, nope, just, okay, uh, you you just got RSVP so he knows how many seats and how many soft drinks and uh, beer and whatever else he's going to get for the night. Did you say wine? I didn't, but we'll arrange something <laughs> just for you. We'll bring and you where a do we jug. RSVP? Just for you. Where do we RSVP? And and what is it? Would would you like a bar, a, a glass for that wine, or is a bottle what you need? You know? A bottle of bubbly <laughs> wouldn't uh, discourage me. And a straw on yeah. a Thursday. Uh, where do we RSVP, listeners? 
Uh, well, SoCal Motorcycles in Brea, California. I don't have the phone number in front of me. If but, you Google uh, it, they'll be Google on their it. event okay. calendar. Oh, yes, it is. And it's uh, there's a video up there promoting it and stuff. Okay. Yeah. So you'll, that be, helps. you'll be good. And I'll air this. I'll post this interview on YouTube. I got so, the number if you need it. Uh, 714-256-6700. He's so good. You, you need to keep Brendan. You know, the, 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 other song, the other song you might want to look at for your car people is um, uh, Mark Knopfler's song, Speedway at Nazareth. Speedway at Nazareth. Oh, it's a brilliant song. And it's it's all about... All right. um, you almost, Brendan's you on almost it. made Brendan jump out of his yeah, chair. Yeah, he, he's on it, I'm <laughs> okay. sure. I like the Applebee ones better. <laughs> Listen to our guest. Dave will be back. I like the Applebee. I know, one. but we'll be back next week. We Mr. Will. Star won't. Start asking questions, girl. No oh, air. well, no. So no I wanted air. to tell people, this wasn't a question, but following no. your podcasts, we're bouncing all around. You have your movie night on Thursday, December 2nd. Yep. We know how to RSVP. Your podcast, I've been listening to because I follow you on Facebook, and you are nice enough to give like a preview. This is coming. This is coming. And then there's a live link yes. on your Facebook that yes. takes you to the YouTube, and that's where I've been watching the podcast. So for listeners who want to follow or go back, it actually took me back one time to a bunch of them. Well, there's, there's 32 shows right now. The first 15 were all American world champions. I mean, anybody that's in motorcycling that's a world champion, Kenny Roberts, Wayne Rainey, Eddie Lawson, Brad Lackey, Bruce Penhall, Greg Hancock, Ben Spees. I mean, I can't think of them off the top of yeah, my head, but yeah. there's uh, 15 of them. Then we went to Jay Leno. <laughs> and um, we did. we opened it up a bit. We did Jay Leno. We did Elspeth Beard, who was a... An incredible woman that rode around the world solo in 1982 when she was 23 years old. Or 1983 when she was 22 years old. I can't remember. (laughs) One of those two. But she rode through countries where women were just not allowed to be out on their own. Mm. And she rode through them on her own. And and she was a great guest. And she has a wonderful book called uh, Lone Rider. Um, So she's on Debbie Evans, who's a fabulous stunt person. I met her when she was 14 years old. She's in my movie Take It to the Limit also. And um, she went on to become Hollywood's preeminent woman stunt person. Okay. I thought you might be going there. Yeah. And um, she's, she's absolutely, she's 63 years old and she's still doing it. That's awesome. Yeah. Really? Wow. It's, it's quite, she's quite amazing. And, and you have uh, someone coming up, land speed female? Oh, yes. Uh, a couple of three weeks where um, I'm interviewing Erin um, Sills. She used to be called Erin Hunter. Then she married Andy Sills. And uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately, he passed away. But uh, I think she's still going by Erin Sills. Where and, um, She's going to be a guest. And she is the woman. Well, she's the world land speed record for motorcycles. Women or men. I mean, okay. Yeah. I wonder if she's lightweight, if that helps. No, she's actually. Uh, oh. She's not. Uh, okay, in fact, sorry. she's uh, what I would call a strapping lass. Oh, okay. You'll see. Be careful now. Yeah, she's- but, but very. <laughs> <laughs> she's able but, to hold on. She's strong. Oh, yeah. She's, okay, she's and, uh, and not only is she strong on the motorcycle, but she's actually a strong woman. When you talk to her, and I've only ever talked to her on the phone at the moment, but you get this essence that she's a very strong woman. She's mm-hmm. very powerful in, in the positioning and the way she is. And uh, they they broke the record in Bolivia. They all went down to Bolivia for those big salt flats down there. And um, anyway, she's going to be on... Uh, there's a number we've we've put together that uh, over the next six months we're going to be traveling. We did um, Graham Crosby, the New Zealand racer that raced. You know, he was a big time racer in the eighties. Uh, prior to Wayne Gardner, he's and Graham Crosby from New Zealand. We did Nile McKenzie, who was uh, from Scotland. That was a big time Grand Prix racer. 
Uh, we've done some journalists because journalists have amazing stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did Nick Harris, who was the voice of MotoGP for about 20 years. He's retired now, but uh, he has more stories than Heinz got baked beans. You know? <laughs> I'm trying to look up. Uh, my father recently introduced me to Land Speed, but the, the gentleman's blind and he's guided by somebody. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Uh, I have to keep looking that up because that could be a great interview. Well, except uh, I, I doubt that he's Land Speed on a motorcycle. I not if he's blind. I yeah. know. I hear you. Just the sense of balance is, alone. I think two hundred miles me, an hour would be see. devastating. Mom, if you're listening, help me <clears throat> out here. Unless he has training wheels. Uh, <laughs> no, but he's like guided because I started to read up on him. My memory is failing me, and they were saying even in the pits, the gentleman guides him, and people are blown away. I would be blown away. Yeah, I'd be blown yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. I have to. In fact, find that one. I'd get out of his way. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any podcast questions before I change directions on us? No. Do you mind elaborating on this crisscross that well, you're going to do or not? Well, I'll tell you real quick. I mean, it's, um, it, it, this is a work in progress. Uh, okay, sorry. And um, next year, 2022, I'll be 80 years old. 80 and, years young. Yeah. Well, I think so. You know, I'm still kicking ass and taking names. There you go. Say, just like Lars Larson. That's right. Uh, whom I know. I haven't seen for quite a while. But... He just got first place like last weekend. At well, Glen Lars Island. was in the first movie I ever made. He needs to come up on the second. He's yeah. back in the States right now. Is he? Yes. Yeah, I haven't seen him in quite a while. But he was in the movie The Bad Rock, which is the first film I ever made, 1973. I'm surprised you didn't invite him in. He needs to come back in. Yeah, and... Um, but anyway, the, uh, the yeah, I mean, Lars is, I haven't seen him in quite a while because we don't actually run in the same areas, you know, but um, great guy, wonderful racer, yes. you know, really good rider. Still a wonderful racer. Yeah. And um, in fact, he would also probably, well, I got to tell you a funny story. When we did the Bad Rock, um, we interviewed him and he has this sort of very sort of Swedish kind of accent. Yes, you know? he does. And so um, when I come to interview him, I said to him, um, Lars, do you carry a snake bite kit on the on this enduro? It was a 450-mile enduro through the Oregon's yes. Blue Mountains. And it, his eyes got as big as saucers, and he says, you got snakes up here? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'll always remember that part. It's yeah. funny bit. But that was, that was the first film we ever did. But, no, get people to come up to Brea if they want to make the trip up there. We'll have a fun night. Um, Tom, uh, Tom Hicks' dealership is a great dealership. He's a Triumph dealer, a Ducati dealer, Suzuki, Royal Enfield, and he's got giant bicycles, the electric bicycles, which are kind of interesting. Have you been on the new Zero? No. That's quite interesting. Um, Eric Buell had a lot to do with the design because they were really? doing basically— Eric's scheduled to be on my podcast. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah he'd be a good we're, He's uh, He's had some health issues lately, but we were going to do really? it about a month and a half ago, and um, he begged down. He said, uh, I've got some issues i got to deal mm-hmm. with. Let's do it, you know— Call me later, which we're going to. And um, but we had a long chat about you know who he is and what he's sure. achieved in life. And uh, where are you um, taping these podcasts? Anywhere? Well, it or? depends. I mean, if the person is available locally for us, then I'd bring a camera crew and we do it in person with video cameras. Um, people like um, you know Wayne Gardner, for mm-hmm. instance, and Niall McKenzie and those guys at Graham Crosby, because they're so far away, we do it with Zoom. Okay, because mm. Lars is local yeah. to us. On occasion. Uh, yeah, on occasion. Yeah. When he's in the country, he lives four miles from from me. 
Oh, well, there yeah. you go. There well, he is. He won last week. Yeah. I, listeners, I'm showing Peter Starr a that's picture of Lars Larson with a first place medal. Well, when you see him next time, you can say, Lars, do you have snakes up here? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so he must not like snakes. <laughs> Well, have you ever seen a guy with his eyes just went like saucers, you know? (laughs) That usually means he doesn't like snakes. Can I bring you back to the Crisscross America? Oh, yeah, Crisscross America. You got one minute. (laughs) One minute. Well, real quick, for my 80th birthday, we're going to do an 11,500-mile ride crisscrossing America. Literally. Literally, to, to pass out the message that no matter chronologically how old you are, if you give up your passion is when your body starts to die. That's right. You've got to keep going, keep moving. And so we've put together some celebrities that will ride with me. Oh. Um, you know, Jay Leno said he'd ride with me for a day, maybe two. And we've got people like Arlo Guthrie, Fabio, uh, you know, the, the the model with the long hair, if you remember. You know, Are you serious? I'm very, you know, Fabio... Bobby- Fabio owns 340 motorcycles. Jeez. Are you talking about the guy that like sits on a horse shirtless with long hair yes. and slow motion? You don't yes. remember Fabio? I do. I'm, so I'm Fabio. Confer- yeah, Fabio. Oh. Um, he was also in Sharknado 4, but that's just oh. throw away. <laughs> he what? He was in Sharknado 4. He was yeah. playing uh, the priest. He, uh. he, he, he rides. Okay, so he rides. 340 motorcycles Holy he has. Holy cow. What about um, Kyle Petty? I I've, I don't know him, but he's he's somebody I'm on. He's on my list of people I want to talk to. How about Grant Jarvis? Yeah, I mean I've met his father. I, I've met his father when I did the film for Bell Helmets on that 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, we <laughs> interviewed uh, Richard Petty and uh, Bobby Labonte, and in fact, everybody that ever wore a Bell helmet. Wow, we that's, interviewed. That's yeah. a lot of people. It was. It was. Uh, in fact, I should send you a copy of that film. You'd like enjoy it because you'd know all the people. Yeah, in there. you would like yeah. that. And I I'm a Bell helmet guy. I don't yeah. buy anything but Bell. Yeah, I mean, well, that's just my kind of that's the kind of guy I am. Well, I'm an awry guy these days. I was a bell guy in my day, but I'm an awry guy. Oh, yeah, my dad I'm a bell likes guy. Awry, yeah. I like vintage helmets anyway. That's I don't. Well, you got a vintage head. That's I do, and it's about as vintage as you're going to get. All right, we're going to take a quick break right here on Racer Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Wait. She's so low maintenance, don't need no champagne, popping entertainment. Take her to Wendy's, can't keep her off me. She want to dip it like them fries in her frosting. But every now and then when I get paid, I got to spoil my baby with an upgrade. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got to Bourbon Street State. All right, folks, welcome back to Racer Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Where you almost got to hear the Applebee song. It was. It, we went to commercial with it. You should have told me. Anyway, this Listen segment to the brought to you by, I'm in tears. What is that song? This is the Speedway at Nazareth oh. by Mark Knopfler. Certified Car Clinic. 11370 Woodside Avenue, certifiedcarcare.net, certifiedcarcare.net. Check them out. This is the best song ever written about car racing, as far as I'm concerned. Well, that's a statement. Well, I'm going to have to listen to it. Who sings that? Mark Knopfler. Oh, there's Peter in the background. You hear that? Peter's in the background. Singing. Singing. 
I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting like Bob Dylan vibes. Yeah, me yeah. too. Well, Mark's an Englishman. He has an accent. Well, that has something to do with it. <laughs> All right. Well, before we listen to music and we didn't get yeah, to listen to Give us to the sponsors. I just did. Oh, okay. I just did it. You know, sheepishly this time. Ah, uh, sheepish. I was uh, distracted because I found Ben Felton as the record for the fastest blind person on a motorbike. Is that him? Yeah, that but the- I'm trying to find. I found. I can't find the article where it was talking about the guy talking him through the pits where he's slow and avoiding oh. people. But you might want to consider, or at least oh, send me, send me the link. I'll look it. I'll look it up. Got to have him take you for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> In your dreams, perhaps. <laughs> But he rides a Kawasaki. Well, that's good. Kawasaki's a client. They, they and Arai sponsored my new book, which is uh, called um, Motorcycle Traveler. When did you have time to write that? Um, between three and five in the morning. <laughs> you know? Oh, that's not bad. Two hours, the book's done. I like the way this guy rolls. But you had a commercial for visiting Israel, and one of the countries I visited was Israel. And it was one of the most uh, surprising of places in all the 12 countries I went to after the age of 70 as a, my, my cancer recovery program that I put mm-hmm. together. Um, Israel was the one that surprised me the most. Hmm. I kind of expected um, to see elephants in Thailand. I expected to ride with the old guys in Taiwan and, and all the places. What I didn't expect was what Israel turned out to be, which is an incredibly unique place to ride a motorcycle. You, know, we, you go to the depths of the Dead Sea, which is 1,400 feet below sea level, uh, to you know, to the height of the uh, the mountains in uh, the Negev Desert. Wow, Negev Desert. I pronounced that right. Fourteen hundred feet below. No, oh, the Dead said. Sea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's quite amazing because you start out uh, there and right across the Dead Sea uh, is is it was in fact the enemy of Israel at one time. Now they're not enemies anymore. It's Jordan, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's and you get the history is just amazing. You What'd see, you there. ride. I rode a Kawasaki Versus there. Every country I rode, I had a different motorcycle. So it's, uh, I got a real good cross-section of what's available. Why yeah. so? You just had to leave because it in the I, last country? Because, or because, you I, because, I, because I could. Okay, okay. great reason. Great and plus, reason. it's cheaper than shipping a bike you know, where you can just pick a bike up wherever you're at. Yeah, well, per, I mean, quite honestly, the manufacturers that I've known over the years, I've been in the business a long time. I mean, they were quite happy to loan me a bike. The, oh, most, yeah. the most unique, though, was the four-cylinder Dakota that I rode in Scotland was a bike that was designed and manufactured in Scotland to um, simulate a four-cylinder Indian of what it would look like in today's marketplace. Mm. And they made about twenty-five of them, and they went bankrupt. And I got to ride oh. one. I got to ride one all around <laughs> Scotland. Yeah. Have you heard of a, heard of a motorcycle called the Meta? M E T A. Yeah. Uh, there's a magazine called Motor, uh, Meta Motorcycle Magazine out uh, of Denver. Yeah, a friend of mine, he, he said it's it's brand new. And then I, I opted to double check on the name, mm. but I was pretty impressed with that. Well, uh, you, when you figure the Facebook is now Meta. You know, oh, ev- my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's going Meta, you know. Oh, yeah, oh, I know. What are you going to do? <laughs> I'm not into Meta. I mean, really, when you come right down to it. All right. So, so by the way, when you go to, I mean, to watch your um, – uh, your podcast. Are there any fees for that, or is it? Free? No, it's free. Uh, thanks to Dunlop. Uh, Dunlop's keeping me alive when it comes to that, and uh, we hope next year to get a couple of other sponsors on board, so we can really you know make some exception. I think it's been exceptional all along because, in, in quite honestly, I've been in the motorcycle business a long time, and it's only with relationships like that I've had with Kenny Roberts and Andy Lawson and Wayne Rainey and right. so on mm-hmm. that brings them to the table. It's, it's, I'm uh, sure, uh, and that's been. 
a godsend in terms of starting a podcast. And of course, once you've got those in, then people like Wayne Gardner, oh, he must be a good guy. Right. He's got Kenny Roberts <laughs> in there, you know, because they all know. And in fact, one of Wayne Gardner's things that he says that's one of his biggest regrets was he turned down an offer to ride for Kenny Roberts' team in, uh, and, he, and um, he stuck with Honda. And he, and he lost the championship to Wayne Ray, to Eddie Lawson in 1989. And Honda told Wayne Gardner that they were not going to sign Eddie Lawson. And so Wayne stayed with him and turned down Kenny Roberts. Mm. And Kenny said, you would have won five more championships oh. if, you'd, if you'd have come to ride for me. Mm. And so, so um, in my podcast, Wayne is very, very specific about the names that he uses to describe what Honda <laughs> did to him because they, because they told him they're not going to sign Eddie Lawson. They signed Eddie Lawson for 89. Eddie won the championship. Wayne got second. And he said, I never forgave them. Yeah, yeah. sounds he like said, it. He said, I was loyal to the brand. I was loyal to Honda, and they screwed me. Well, that's not the word he used. He went a bit deeper than that, but uh, we'll leave it at that word for, for radio. You know? yeah. <laughs> How unfortunate. How unfortunate. The podcasts are nice. They, they go for at least an hour. And Usually about 50 minutes to an hour. It depends yeah. on the um, – the Dick Mann one is about 45 minutes. And, because uh, he was he was exhausted at talking for that. That was the end of that. But um, he was such a such a such an icon of American motorcycling. And um, when he passed away, I decided, well, I'll pull that out of the archives and make a podcast out of it. We're going to do the same with Gary Nixon, uh, Joe Leonard. I, I interviewed Joe Leonard before he, he, before he had his stroke. Um, so we'll have some very old stuff mixed in with some very new stuff in this coming year. And you have some nice footage as well. Well, I try to make stuff out of it. That's why it's a video podcast. It's mm-hmm. not just an audio thing. We It's available as an audio podcast in all the usual channels. But I love the idea that we can put some... I just interviewed Dave Roper. You know, Dave Roper is age 73, is still racing, has been racing continuously since 1972. That's awesome. And he's the only... He was the first American to win an Isle of Man TT. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we've got some neat people. Oh, yeah. Um, was it Rhett? The gentleman who ended up going to the sidecars. Oh, Reg Pribble. Yeah, Reg, yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. No, Reg, Reg is another great one. He won the first uh, two um, AMA superbike titles. And then he, you know, and he, and he has the the class school today. To the, it, and Reg, oh yeah, and Reg is eighty two years old, and he's yeah. still going strong. So when we do the crisscross America, the idea is keep on keep trucking, moving. yeah, keep, keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hope to get a lot of celebrities at different points of the, of the ride. And uh, we've got a PR crew putting together TV interviews and stuff like that for it. Where's the start and where's the finish? San Ysidro and San Ysidro. Okay, coming right back. And the idea is to have my 80th birthday party in San Diego someplace. Yeah, where and when is the party? I'll your announce, house. I, I will announce it, and uh, I'm sure you will attend. With Maybe a, your with, house. With, yeah, right. <laughs> and, well, the remodel will be done. Uh, maybe. <laughs> what time of year? I'm sorry if you told us. Uh, September the 28th, uh, we start and we finish on November 2nd. Hmm. That'll be a nice time to ride a motorcycle. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. And it's a casual thing. We do... Um, we're going to be riding for four days, then one day off. Four days on, one day off. It's 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 not you know it's not an endurance thing. We're going to uh, what are you going to enjoy ride? It. Don't know yet. We're still negotiating oh. for uh, for the sponsorship that we need to do it. Um, got a couple of companies that have shown some interest, and um, you know, of course, it costs a lot to do that, particularly to put together the the podcast that we're going to be doing and the and the documentary we're going to be producing and all that sort of stuff. Oh. It's a social message that, at my age, I want to put across to other men. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Keep moving. Yeah. Yeah, you got to keep moving. I, I'm right there with you, brother. Well, it's been fun. Good job, kiddo. Yes, sorry. I was kind of directing. I had a lot of questions. Thank Did you. Did you get them all Thank answered? You. Thank you for letting me have the liberty to ask. Did you get them all Here, answered? Take the last minute. Did you get them all answered? That I can remember. <laughs> On the drive home, I'll be like, oh. I know. I we'll forgot have to have that back. one. I forgot this one. I forgot that one. All right, folks. Well, hey, Gun Owners Radio coming up next. Uh, I haven't really looked at the schedule over. But I tried watching like the Thursday interview, and my Facebook kept dropping it. With kept Jack dropping Wilson? It. Yes, kept dropping, kept dropping. Magnum Live, yeah. that'll be a recap, and then we're going to talk about Rittenhouse. Can I give a quick plug to the website? Sure. Please do. It's uh, For the podcast, is go to youtube.com slash motostar, M-O-T-O-S-T-A-R-R. The first 20 episodes are on my website, which is motostar.com. And then we're very, very slow in getting everything updated. So the rest, you have to go to YouTube for. All right. Or follow you on Facebook because yep. the links yep. are there. That's, That's how true. I've been doing That's it. That's the way it's to easy. do it. All right, guys. Good having you in. Brittany, always a blast. See you next week. This is Racer Radio FM 96.1 AM Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.